Welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. Before I introduce my guests, I have a complaint. Why are pits in Formula One called pits? Why? There are no pits. You go into the garage, a pit is what you park your car over to get underneath it to fix it, isn't it? It's true. Isn't that why they're called pits? I mean, I don't they don't have any. They don't actually have a pit in but there. That is the, but that, okay, I guess we're just stating the bleeding obvious, but presumably that's where the name comes from, because the pits are where you have a, an examination pit, a thing to, you know... That is the voice of Zog and the voice of Richard. What do you say on this matter, Richard Porto, great font of knowledge and reason? Well, I'll just say that sometimes... <laughs> Not reason, <laughs> I think reason, you're confusing me with someone else. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes words just take on a new meaning, don't they? And it's acceptable for that to happen. And I don't. I would also struggle to think of a new word. For I'm going to sue Bernie. Eccleston. The stopping place. Yeah. Petrol and tyre place. The breakdown place. Petrol and tyre place. Hang on. That means that. Quick fit. How about that? <laughs> if it was run by NASA, it would be called the vehicle preparation zone. Wouldn't it? The yeah, they, they do go for a very yeah. literal thing. Vehicle yeah. assembly building. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what do they call it? Big crawler. The the hook, the big that huge, the biggest tracked vehicle. Crawler. The crawler. Just crawler. Yeah, the big yeah. crawler. LC one and LC two. Yeah, don't what the L stands for? Superb parody Large. of NASA literalness in the Simpsons one. So they they showed a rocket launch and they went five, four, three, two, one. Make rocket, rocket go, go now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that when he was the first ordinary or Yes, I remember it well. <laughs> My absolute favourite joke from that episode was when at the end of it Homer goes do you know what maybe I did have the right oh, what's that stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to be one of those episodes of uh, GGAOS which is a bit freeform and I'm going to start off with a freeform thing that Zog explained to me you had a dream it was a confession that I had actually had a dream involving Luca de Montezemolo and oh. I mean, no, it, it wasn't one of those kind of Did dreams you make was, sexy dance. <laughs> no it was just I just I mean, well I, you know, I, I can't remember quite how the bits of the dream that went around this went you know this is the mm. way that we dreams go but I was standing over Luca de Montezemolo whose head appeared to be coming sideways out of a concrate block <laughs> and I was berating him for it's an Italian having, thing I, mean, I, 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 I don't know why but this is what happened and I was just having a go at him for the whole for this there'd been the revelation about how uh, Ferrari had a veto over certain changes in F1 rules and this, this had, had previously been secret and I, so I was, I was just having a go at him about it understandably and, uh, but his head was coming sideways it, out of a yeah, concrete no, he, block his head was definitely coming out of a concrete block either that or I was one story above him in somewhere like Monaco and I was kind of leaning out of a balcony window and he was leaning out of the window below me and looking up but I, no, I, I, think, I think I think it was a concrete block it's very worrying what does that, that say nowhere to <laughs> I mean, have, have you not, not had any dreams involving major motorsport personalities? I mean, you have car dreams, don't you, all the time? Don't just you? me, then. I, I have car dreams. I do remember one once where I was in a sort of like a design studio, and I think it was at Jaguar, possibly. It was a bit hard to tell. In that way that dreams are vague and misty sometimes and you sort of you might think that you were at Jaguar and then it turns out that you're at Nestle and then it turns out that you're at Nestle yeah, and it yeah, turns out you're, you're one member of S Club 7 or something you're just never quite clear they, and then they Thora Hurt tells you to eat your cheese which, just, which, which yeah. member were you, were you, were you Emma? that's a different Hannah, debate which, is it? Uh, <laughs> well no because if I was Hannah then I wouldn't be able to look at Hannah because I'd oh, be yeah. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> irritating 
Uh, you'd I never go out though, would well, you? Well, do I have to be? I, I don't have to be a girl though from an S Club Seven, do I? Cause yeah, well, it would be a disappointment. I can't remember any of the blokes. Well, there you go. So come on. So I was in some kind of design studio, and I, but there were uh, there were no cars there, and people were around, but no one seemed to have noticed. So I thought, wow, I can go and look at some secret new cars. And then someone came up to me and went, I'll tell you all the secrets of our new cars, and lent into my ear. And then, you know, sometimes your brain is able to shut out the noise from an alarm until such a point as it deems it somehow amusing to feed it into your ears. And someone lent into my ear and went, beep, 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 and it was my alarm going off. It's really weird. Wow. That was a long time ago. It crossed over. Uh, Two dreams. The the second weirdest was that on the night before my debut as a pit lane reporter for A1GP some four or five years ago, four years ago, at Brands Hatch, I dreamt I got the drive for Team Lebanon. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, not not as far-fetched as you might think. (laughs) The colours were right. Lebanese driver, Gareth Jones. Red, white and green. It kind of looks like the Welsh flag at a bit of a stretch. And and in a way, I'm kind of glad that it didn't manifest because Khalil Bashir drove in that race and he famously went off at the first corner in a huge incident with Enrique. Tococello. I love saying that name. Mm. And he spun and landed upside down, and it's a famous picture. So I had that mm. on my computer desktop for many years. And then the weirdest dream oh, I ever had was that I had a podcast uh, about cars, and uh, people used to download it and listen to it. Blimey. <laughs> it was actually real. Plausible. It certainly was. But that wasn't why we have convened to chat today. Uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Gareth Jones on Speed has got a Facebook fan page. Now, um, if you do the Facebook, you'll know one of those things that you get from time to time, which is five things that you feel important about or, you know, which which member of Slade do I least look like? It's sort of these <laughs> things that they ask you. Who was the fifth I, member of Slade? <laughs> <laughs> it's you, anyway. Actually, I think it was. You are yeah. the fifth <laughs> Thank you. That's made me very happy, that is. I regularly dream I'm in Slade, by the way. I do, regularly. I kid you not. Uh, <laughs> regularly. So, um, there was one which got my attention. I've never, I've only filled out one of these things once before. You know, five famous people, you know, I think I put Richard Porter, Zog, Violet Berlin and Leon our cat and left the, f- the fifth one but the one I did fill in was five cars I wish I had in my garage and I'll go first on this one because I thought I'd be a bit controversial on this I'll, I'll pick cars no one else would pick so I started off with the Chrysler or if you like Talbot Matrasimca Rancho mm-hmm. which we've all agreed was a great car in its day mm-hmm. but ridiculous <laughs> then I chose the Bond Bug which I always thought was a fantastically cool car, but went backwards. The Should thinking be. man's smart car. Yeah, yeah, yeah or the really? unthinking As man's. no one ever describes <laughs> <laughs> Love the bomb bug. The third one was the Sisanyong Rodeo. Sisanyong. Like Sisanyong. Yeah. Yeah. The Sisanyong Rodeus, because it is just the most ridiculous looking car, really. It's just awful. One that's got like the sort of. The extra. Um, Double decker. Yeah, a bit like look. the Columbus, the yeah. Shishiro's Columbus exactly. concert. What's it called? I forgot what it's called. That is the Rodius, I think. Is it the Rodius? But I was also, yes, because the Rexton is the actually not that ugly 4 yeah. before. Yeah. And there's another one, the Chiron. The Chiron, Which yeah. is actually sure was so. a sort of BMW X6 development prototype that no one seems to have noticed. <laughs> was there before. And had the stupid idea of a 4 before coupe. Yeah. I put it in because the Rodius is the ridiculous looking one. Mm. I like that. And then the Multipler, which I love. And a lot of people think oh, it's ugly. Yeah, I'm terrible for ugly cars. cars. These are 
cars I, I, you really want in your garage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought to make mischief. Thought I'd be, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Ex- you know me. And then finally, the Pontiac Aztec. No, that truly is a horrible, horrible car. The others I could live with, I but I like to think when you do those things, which people seem to be horrible. doing a lot at the moment on Facebook, those five things, you get to five girls I really fancy, and you're just going to go for, like, Thora Heard, Kathy Staff, Hazel Blears. Oh, please stop it. It upset me now. Go on, Richie, what are your five cars then? Keep it short. Write, it's yeah. a list. It's okay, not a whole it's a description. List. It's a right. list. You're allowed to one word to explain each one, or one reason. One word? Oh, well, you know, okay. one... All right, no, I've just scribbled this down the post-it note. Uh, number one, a new Range Rover, because I was driving one last week, and I just thought, things always make you feel nice. <laughs> driving enough. one of these. This sounds pathetic. So it's a car you really, really want. Just, a Range I, know, Rover. I know they're politically unacceptable. Anyone? Uh, well, I was driving the supercharged one. I think that's a bit right. silly. The V8 diesel's perfectly yeah. good. In yeah. fact, the supercharged one, can I just divert for a moment? Go on. The ride's too jiggly. Oh, Actually, really? Bizarrely. I don't know why. I didn't know they'd done anything to the suspension. I guess they had. it up a bit. Yeah, it's too jiggly. And then I drove very, very briefly drove the V8 diesel. Much nicer. The second one, also on a <laughs> bizarrely on a Rover tip, uh, Rover P6, because I've seen one for sale, oh. which I was saying before we started recording that I had real pangs about and really, really wanted to buy this week. I just think they're fabulous cars. This is the one V8. that makes you look it's like you work in the war yeah. department or yeah. the, uh, the, the no, Chancellor. Well, they're 1960s, really. Yeah. So the they're, Chancellor's they're kind of, car. I think, yeah, I, I don't know what they're kind of... Are they, they're not really bank managery like those old Rovers. But yes, I like to imagine... Car. Well, we were talking as well before we came on about because Zog spotted my DVD copy of the um, if Chris Chris Clark. If Chris Clark, and when um, that guy gets shot in Michael Caine's car, do you remember that sequence? Yes, at the lights. Yeah, Yeah. Gordon Jackson. Gordon Jackson, and that's not a Rover P6. I think it's a no. It's it's a Ford Zephyr. Yeah. Yes, it is. Anyway, it's it's kind of war ministry car, but no, it's sort of secret service in the sixties. Yep. I digress. I've got an Elise down as well, and I, I want to be very specific about this. Which it's one? a new Elise, an Elise yeah. S, the very basic one. Right, yeah. I don't hold any truck with this, and I've driven both quite a lot, and I don't like the variable cam thing yeah. on the R. I think it's too hard work. I think right. the Elise is supposed to be simple before, and pure, and therefore it's an S. I've also put... What colour? What colour? Oh, God, I don't know. You can do them in any colour, can't you, at the moment? Yeah. But I, I think they call them limited editions, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> <There's> <laughs> one, of, they really are limited. They only make one of each, because yeah. you've got to get the next limited edition down the line. What colour? I don't know. Dark grey or something boring like that. Really? But not with a red interior. You have to have a red interior. Red interior. I love a red interior. And this is, I was going to say, this Rover P6 I looked at online that, that I've still got pangs over uh, was blue with a red interior. And have you noticed as well? Civilized. BMWs. A lot of BMWs and Audis around at the moment. New ones with red interiors. You can order it as an option. A friend of mine's just bought a BMW 330 diesel coupe in black with a red interior. But no, these German manufacturers are, are doing these new red interiors at the moment. There's a problem. They're too bright. I think they're uh-huh. too red. I yeah. think. Uh, really, you have to leave this to the British to do it because it's red, but it's just got to be a tone down from sort of crimson. Oxblood. Oxblood, exactly. This P6 I looked at, Oxblood. That's the way I describe it. Like the front of my house. And I would Oxblood. like a. Yes, it's true. Yes. Um, I would like a, a lease probably with a. Lovely. Or brown. I quite like a brown leather interior. Brown? That's so 70s. Well, it's kind yeah, of. Looks, looks vinyl roof. Yeah. The least with a vinyl roof. <laughs> well, technically they do. Oh, come on, um, where are we? Where are we? I've done, I think I've done, I've done three, three, haven't I? Oh, yeah, God. Okay, well, I've just... Because you said quickly think about this and scribble it down just before you turn the machine on. Yeah. So I wrote down Rolls-Royce Phantom because I was thinking of a Bentley Arnage, which I'm still thinking about. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're going to have a big old luxury car, you might as well go the full Kahuna. And the Phantom, I mean, the looks are dubious, but as an object to own, the quality of it is gorgeous. We were filming something for Top Gear a couple of weeks ago, and we borrowed a Rolls-Royce Phantom drop head for, oh. just as a background prop. And it started to rain, 
And for reasons I won't go into, we had an actor there as well who was doing some stuff that we were filming. And he was wearing a suit, and we didn't want him to get him wet because it would ruin continuity. I know what you're going to say. You popped open the door. Well, there's the thing, we hadn't got any umbrellas. Nobody on the production crew had got an umbrellas with them hmm. the chap from Rolls Royce who'd come to look after the car went oh don't worry popped open the door popped the umbrella out it was a really really beautiful umbrella as well you know this it's got an umbrella yeah, built into the door yeah, yeah it was fabulous yeah. and I was thinking I hope he leaves that behind but yeah. oh no <laughs> oh no no he was on that thing like a <laughs> on a spaniel I don't yeah. know <laughs> no it's not a terrier terrier that's the dog I was thinking and that's wrong I don't know. I've written Veyron down, but I think it's a bit predictable. But I suppose what? If it limit the stream garage, but what would I do with a it? A Veyron over a McLaren F1? Well, that's the problem, isn't it? I don't know. This is too difficult. I mean, honestly, this is too difficult. Because there's other cars I'd have. But I like, like this little smart roadster, which I used to have. I'd have one of those again, but I'd... Uh, I'd uh, yes. Sorry, you've already gone into six, Richard. You're disqualified. You're not allowed I'd to have run, any of those cars. Just, just, okay, so. Do you know what I'd written down and crossed out? Look, bear my witness. I'd written down Sirocco, because it's the last new car I drove. I drove the <laughs> I was driving uh, the diesel one, Do you know which what was that all is? right. That is, that, is, that is the car equivalent of the, you know, vote for your favourite album. Yes. It's the one that came yeah. out last yeah. week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Bl- Robbie Williams or something yeah, wasn't it? Just yeah. pretty, well it was back in the 90s because it's just like oh, people just thought of him but Richard thank you we'll find out what Zog's five cars he would have in his garage after this and the winner of the 1998 part of the year is Robbie Williams Angel Gareth Jones and Speed! Featuring Sniff Petrol! Mammoth and Lorry! So, Zog, given unlimited resources, the world is listening, what five cars would you have in your garage? In reverse order, please. Well, as you said before, this, this is one of the things that kind of like, you know, lists of albums or, you know, lists of your favourite films. It's, it's always changing. It's kind of, it, 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 yeah. it's, it's the five that you fix on at the time. I've come up with a slightly, uh, slightly older list than you. I've gone for um, Citroen Light 15. Mm. It's just an absolutely wonderful, Oh, damn beautiful... it, I missed the DS off my list. Ah, oh, yeah. Sorry, you're no, on, you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on. Yeah. So Light 15, yeah. See, the list changes all the time. We just yeah. proved it. There yeah. we go. Um, yes, yeah, so, no, Light 15. Just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful car. Always rather hankered after one mm. not, not a convertible nothing special just a regular light 15 nice um, so called yeah. Chugaboom I just think it looks just like the car that the Antil mob used to drive around yeah, in yeah. yeah I think second will probably be a Porsche 550 Spider. Oh. Um, again just you know mm. absolutely beautiful classic wonderful lines Mercedes Benz 450 SEL 6.9 <sighs> oh, damn it I missed that off the list as well um, and would you have a driver would you have perhaps Sterling Moss drive it for you as well I, I would love to have Sterling Moss drive it for me <laughs> but had, you know, that said uh, I think it'd be quite fun to drive myself I think, you know, <laughs> it might have it would definitely be silver and uh, okay so I've got two left Bugatti Type 35 going really old school oh, here I, sh- I, um, you know, I could have predicted that I should have said that yeah, well, I mean, of yeah. course I just absolutely love the racing Bugattis yeah Type 35 would be the pinnacle of that so that's quite an easy choice mm-hmm. and fifth would it Aston be- Martin DB4 Zagato oh damn it I missed that off my list as well oh, I mean, it, oh yeah I'd have one of those almost oh. went for a maybe sort of that May Ferrari 250 short wheelbase oh, uh, but stop it you've gone I over I think now. I go for I forgot no, you know, Alpha Alpha. Oh, it's almost you just, no it you can't DB4. do any more I only mentioned it. 33 stop well. it oh, stop <laughs> <it>. <laughs> look it's my show it's my show I can have another five no you threw them away with your silly choices you were being silly yeah okay here my Five sensible choices then. 
A Lynx Eventer. Okay. Another Lynx Eventer. Oh, still being silly. No. An Aston Martin Lagonda, the William Towns one. With uh, the digital uh, displays. Yeah. And all the... But maybe made into an estate car by Lynx. Yes. The yes, there was. What was the name? There was a Swiss company. <laughs> there, was, a ridiculous there was an estate car. car. Even more ridiculous. They were called Raw it or something. Like it had a conservatory extension right on the back. Fantastic. Oh, Fantastic. Okay. I would also have a Bentley GT Speed, the new one. Uh, Is there an estate new one? Uh, there's going to be. I'm having it work. I'm having Crayford do it for me. <laughs> not a link. <laughs> no, 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 Crayford on this Just occasion. Spread it around. <laughs> and uh, and the last one would be... Stratos. Like a launcher, Stratos. Yeah. <laughs> the end. And we're the recipient of your votes for the best album of all time is the Toyota IQ given by Jensen Button! Hello, this is Alan McNish, the wee Jimmy Cranky of La You're listening to Gareth Jones on speed! On to slightly more important things than the trivia that goes on in our heads on a daily basis. Small matter of a big, long race due very soon now. The Le Mans 24-hour race to be run this year, probably... Le Mans again? I know, you think... Show some imagination, really. Come on, ACO, let's pull your act together. It could well be the most exciting race. Yeah, it all depends on the Astons. I'm certain that the Peugeots will give the... Audis, a serious run for their money this year, closer than last year. Yeah. Yep. How well will the Astons do? Who's going to win it, guys? I know we go through this on a regular basis. Venus is our show nearest to Le Mans. Let's, let's predict now. I've just been around the house on this. Basically, before Audi launched the R15, I was you know, looking at the driver lineups and everything and looking at the way things have panned out over previous years. And just, I thought, no, Peugeot are going to win this. Mm. Then Audi launched the R15. I looked at it and thought, how are you going to win it? Yeah. Did we talk about this on the show? Or we, we mentioned it, about yeah, it in have. real life. No, both. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I sometimes yeah, struggle yeah. to sort of yeah. separate one from the other. It's true. I, I told you I had an email from my mate Simon, hello, Jobbo, who said you haven't talked about your new Lexus on the show. You just mentioned it like a cassette player. And I was like, no, I, I'm sure we did. And then I remembered that actually it was just a conversation in your kitchen. <laughs> and there was no recording equipment nearby <laughs> at the time. I do find it because basically we just have a chat. It's, it's, yeah, that's <laughs> all that happens. And I can't remember whether there was a microphone nearby or not. There's no demarcation line. We did talk about Le Mans on the show didn't we because we, did, right. we did the, yeah, the R15s yeah. we were going but on we haven't they, talked about your Lexus on the show enough they haven't tested at all really or they hadn't done as much testing and they weren't doing a full race programme leading up to Le Mans yeah. but what they have done has been quite impressive well, still so. <laughs> including winning the 12 hours of Sebring which yeah, yeah. obviously is one mm. of the things that you would look to in mm. the run to the 24 hours to give you a hint mm. as to who's going to be quick and having convinced myself at different points that Peugeot and Audi would win it I then had about 15 minutes where I thought um, Aston would uh, win it and yeah. I, I still have those 15 minutes coming back to me every now and again it's, I, but it's great I, that I you've got know. three no. heavyweight manufacturers battling out at the front of Le Mans now that's fantastic did you hear what Christiansen said recently a, you know, he's retiring from the D and he reckons that sports car racing is the future, that more and more manufacturers are going to come into sports car racing and that Le Mans is just going to get even bigger than it is over the next few years. Something we've been saying for a little while. Wouldn't that be great if it was more popular than F1? So who would you like to see back? I mean, get Bentley back maybe? Yeah. And, uh, 
that'd be good. And well, yeah. Jaguar, you know. Jaguar, I, actually, yeah. uh, on the point of Jaguar, I'm, I'm driving. Have I mentioned this? I'm driving to Le Mans this year in a Jag, an XK150 from the year after Jag won, yes. which was 1953 with an XK120. Mm. So uh, I think that's kind of appropriate. And Zog's Porsche, of course, which have won many times. Yeah, we've got a nice Not- little convoy there. We're talking about the, you know, the popularity of Le Mans. In a way, I wouldn't want it to get sort of too much more popular from a kind of crowd point of view because I don't want it to get too hard mm. to get into the circuit. I yep. don't want to be too busy. Uh, when you know, it's just about right at the moment. It's, you know, it's, it's yep. got a great atmosphere, but it's not so packed with people that you've got a hard time getting around yeah. or that you feel crowded yeah. in all the time. That's so if you're, I, if you're thinking of going to Le Mans this year, but you haven't got a ticket or made any arrangements, um, please don't. No, it's, a, it's our race. <laughs> Clear off. It's a private show <laughs> yeah. for us. You and, get off. For us <laughs> and 248,000 other mad European and American motoring nuts and the few we, Japanese we, we, as well. We've said this before, haven't we? But it is the biggest British sporting event and it's not in Britain. That's right. And yeah. as much as more, yeah. more Britons go to watch it than any other sporting event. Yeah. And it's in France. Amazing. Great. Yeah. Great. I'm so proud of that. I love that. So, yeah, Richard, who's going to win? Oh, Lord. I don't know. Do you know what? I can't help feeling that Audi would probably do it again because they're almost predictably good under pressure. They know how to do reliability and all that sort of stuff. But, sorry, I'm giving a terribly wishy-washy answer because I was going to say, but then again, Peugeot might... But Peugeot might it might be their year. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, I would Peugeot have to say very strong. Aston lineup. are the outsiders. Yes, Peugeot yeah. have a strong driver lineup. They've they've been running up to this. You know, maybe this year. It's it's so much down to luck and things. And God, that's a pathetic answer. I don't know. I'm just going to say Panos or someone <laughs> ridiculous, knowing full well I'm talking rubbish. Audi probably. All right, I, I'm with you. Actually, I think Audi will do it. I just think they are. They know Le Mans so well. They know how to win at Le Mans. They know how to get there. Yeah, all yeah. That <laughs> you know no, where it there's is. None of that driving round around the town centre, going where's the track? <laughs> oh, what? it's not near the town. Damn it! Uh, they, they don't have any of those problems, which can psychologically damage yeah. a team from the off. Peugeot have found where Le Mans is over yes, the last well, few years. They have the home team advantage. Yeah, they Aston make. They don't have to come there. as far. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Aston. Well, I mean, you know, they've been before. But but it is a British race in France, so that should be all right. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's going to be, I think it'll be Audi. Uh, I think Aston don't stand a chance, but I want them to win because Anthony Davidson's now going to be driving one of those cars, as is Jos Verstappen, which I'm really, 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 really happy about. Uh, But we'll see. Uh, And, you know, you'll hear all about it here on Gareth Jones on Speed. If you're there, you might see us wandering around. Come and say hello. Please don't speak to us. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, the last time we went and we were hanging around together, we did with some people came up. Well, some people came up to you because you're off the telly. Uh, nobody came up to me and Zog because clearly, even if they did recognise <laughs> us, they wouldn't want to speak to us at all. <laughs> we're patently quite boring. But um, uh, yes, they do. Come and say hello, and maybe um, you can come and speak into our machine. Yeah, we'd like that. Or just come and speak to us and do what I do and assume that it's gone into a machine and then remember that actually it hasn't. It's just something that you were having a chat with a person and tell us where we can get a good cup of coffee because in recent years one of the big things and one of our missions this year is finding all the places where we can get a decent cup of coffee this year because I had a horrible caffeine withdrawal experience it's true he was very ill I've just written a thing I've just written 12 things to do at 24 hours uh, for Evo which is in the sort of current issue of the magazine and I was polling everyone in the Evo office and, and one of the guys there gave me a coffee tip which became tip number 11 Excellent. What is it then? Go, come on, come on. Uh, I can't remember now. No! Oh, read the magazine. Hang on, hang on wait here. Okay. Delilum. Come away! What? It's probably still back in here. Ah! Oh. Rally to the room.
do luckily have a copy of yeah, Evo handy. Go on, Richard. What I was worried about it because I wrote this. So I can't even remember what I wrote. I have that. Someone else, here we go. Uh, Arnage. That's where it is. Okay. Uh, 6 a.m. coffee. I wrote this bit underneath, but that's the, that's the main bit. 6 a.m. coffee at Arnage. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Roger Green from Evo. Thank you. All right. Look out for there's that. been to Le Mans more times than there's actually been a race. <laughs> that's, that's pretty committed to the yeah. cause. You've been listening to Richard Porter. Goodbye. Zog. Goodbye. See you at Le Mans, and we'll get you in the mood with this little tune I've prepared in the style of Mike Skinner, is it, from the streets? Is that his name? Mike Skinner? Mike Skinner. It's the Street Racers, and a little song about a very big race. Enjoy. I was Gareth Jones. Ta-da. All me mates go raving, but I have to admit, I'm a bit of a git, and for the last 12 months I've been saving... Spondulix to go to a much better bash. A trip to Le Mans doesn't last that long and it doesn't use all of me cash. Wipe your brow, pal, and forget how it showers. You go to a race, mate, that's great, and last for 24 hours. We get a ferry from Dover And after about an hour The cross-channel bit is soon over We're well on our way And I'm dead keen to clear customs today I'm sweating with fear Because I'm carrying some gear And I'm glad to be cleared of Calais Wipe your brow, pal And forget how it showers You're going to a race, mate, that's great last for 24 hours A Ferrari flies by and I cry, though I try not to Oi mate, your car's a brute We're doing nearly 170 and frankly that's plenty in KPH when you're really travelling and your mind's unravelling in France on an auto route We pass lots of cool cars on the way to La Sarthe I've got plenty of hemp in me bag the music's so loud, me ears are bleeding. As a driver, I'm speeding, but me passengers are needing to stop for a bit in the fag. Wipe your brow, pal, and forget how it showers. You're going to a race, mate, that's great, and last for 24 hours. Pull into a little French town Roof's off now And me window's wound down I try ordering some food I hope they don't think I'm English and rude But as far as French goes I'm a little unsure I say, if you please Could I have some bread and cheese? And somehow I end up getting something they call croque-monsieur We're parked next to a motor with golf stickers I almost wet me knickers It's blue, but the colour's not quite true It should be a shade or two darker I write on it with me felt marker I know that it's naughty to tag a GT40 But the bloke who drives it's a crap parker Wipe your brow, pal And forget how the showers You go to a race, mate, that's great Another 200 miles and suddenly I'm all smiles I'm ready for a night not on the airbed but on the tiles Tents up, time to relax, make tracks for the centre veal I'm surrounded by Britsy Porsches, some look sick, others look ill I'm glad I've stayed for the driver's parade Right in front of me there's an endless tirade 
Like Armin van Helden, a truly international mix. I see Johnny Herbert, Dindo Capello, Jacques Villeneuve, Mika Salo. But most of all, I clamp eyes on Vanina Inks. Hanging from a homemade platform at the back of the main start finish straight grandstand. Me best mate's beside me. I'm feeling euphoric. I want to hold his hand. I'm coming up now, full of elation. We sing the anthems of every nation. There's 150 drivers. This is going to take ages. I read me Autosport magazine Le Mans guide. The print dances off the pages. And just when I feel I can't take any more, suddenly tens of thousands of horsepower all roar into life. I imagine Vanina's my wife, and there she is, with her pretty little size six French foot to the floor. I'm thinking nothing is better. This is ace. Then I realise I'm just at the start of the race. Damn, drat, blast and curses. That means you're going to have to listen to, and I'm going to have to write at least another five or six verses. Wipe your brow, brow, and forget how we showers. You're actually at a race rate that's great And lasts for 24 hours And the winner of the F1 Drivers World Championship 2009 is... Get more info on this show at garethjones.tv Write to the show on speed at garethjones.tv Or subscribe for free at the iTunes store Gareth Jones on Speed is made by Whizbang.